With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. All right, guys. If you remember when September started, I couldn't believe that we were finally in the NFL season. But we're deep into it now. It's been going, and it's been up, it's been down. But as always, football's been fun. And with the DraftKings Sportsbook, you never have to miss out on any of the action. So you can bet on all of your favorite teams and cash in every single week. So you're always in the game. All you got to do is bet $5 or more and get $150 in bonus bets instantly at the DraftKings Sportsbook. By making any pregame wager of $5 or more to get $150, in bonus bets instantly. Get in on the action at the DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Download the app. Use the promo code DCTV. Bet $5 or more and get $150 in bonus bets instantly at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And I'm so happy to be partnering up with him. And the crown is yours right now. Let's go. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-N-Y 4673-69 in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg Dot org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Budio Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash MMA for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, guys, it's the end of the year. UFC 296 just wrapped, and it was a great night of fights. You know, the main event, okay, Kobe Covington and Leon Edwards was a grudge match if there's ever going to be a grudge match of fighting because of the things that Kobe Covington said about Leon's dad. It was very nasty. And if I'm being completely honest, while it was a 
completely dominant performance by the champion, I feel like it left me wanting a little more. Because generally, when we have these grudge match type of fights, we have really fun, exciting, all action fights, and then we have a little bit of stuff afterwards, right? I think Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz, I think Brock Lesnar, when he told Frank Miri he's gonna shove something up, up his ass. You know, obviously Jones and I never ended well. Um, just all those fights lead, I mean, Jones Rashad, and it, it just kind of could be, all those fights that have all that bad blood, usually they're very fun fights. They're, there's a little more to it. And we didn't get, we didn't really get that. We got a very dominant performance and guess what? It wasn't Leon's fault. It wasn't Leon's fault. He as the champion came out and fought a very typical Leon Edwards fight, a fight where he's in control and he makes you fight his fight at his pace. The only way this fight was gonna be fun was if Colby Covington put on that pace that he was so known for. Tonight he didn't do that. He did not do that in his approach to trying to become the champion again. And then he opens himself up to a lot of criticism from people. I mean, Bilal Muhammad tweeted immediately afterwards, are we done with this Kobe Covington BS now? The guy is 0-3 in title fights. And honestly, even if you're a Kobe Covington guy, you can't really say anything of defense of the performance tonight. He didn't really fight in the first two rounds. And hats off to Kobe. He owned it. He said he had a bit of a ring rust in there. But I think for all the talk, I think the, it got it got the best of him a little bit. I feel like the moment and the animosity and all that, it really kind of set him back. But Leon Edwards proves that he's just the best. He, he really is the best, man. This dude, he's so sharp. He's so good at defending takedowns. And now he's an effective wrestler himself. That is what is so impressive about Leon Rocky Edwards. He is got great car. I knew immediately whenever Kobe wasn't pressing takedowns, he would be able to do that fight for as long as the fight went on. And he showed in that fight that, you know, he's the best welterweight in the world. I liked him going and getting takedowns because he's not a guy that's gonna say anything that is abrasive and to get back at Kobe. Sure, he's gonna try to fight him and make him pay for the words that he said, but by taking Kobe Covington down, that's a real dig. Because Kobe Covington loves wrestling. And he loves the ability to say that he's the best wrestler. But tonight he was taken down multiple times by a guy that's known as a predominantly a striker. So hats off to Leon Edwards. But, you know, it, it felt like it. I was, it, I was missing a little something at the end of it. I would have loved for it to be a little more explosive, but ultimately it was a shutout for the champion. So if you're team Leon Edwards, you're happy about the performance and you're just moving on to the next. Now, the next is going to be what's very uh, crazy because while Bilal Muhammad may get the next title fight, which he should, you've got to now find a way to build Shavkat Rachmanov. John Anik said something right as he was leaving tonight and it was probably one of the smartest things I've ever heard. He goes, Colby versus Shavkat in the first part of the year. There you go. 
nail on the head. You do Kobe versus Shavkat with the hope that Shavkat can get through Kobe Covington. And then he becomes that dance partner that Leon Edwards is going to need in order to sell pay-per-views and make business sense for the UFC as the welterweight division goes into a new, uh, different area or a new era. Uh, and Shavkat Rachmanov is as dominant as anyone we have seen this division for a really, really long time. Co-main event, Alessandre Pantoja defended his championship against Brandon Royval. Another one of those fights, guys. I guess it was the last two title fights that left me a little bit odd because Royval spoke about being more disciplined in his approach and being more cautious and patient because he didn't want to give Pantoja the opportunity. In fight number one, he was very reckless, and that is why he was very competitive in round one. Then he ultimately got submitted. But in this fight, he wasn't real competitive until round five because that's when he let himself be who he is. The rest of the time, Pantoja took advantage of one of Royval's biggest disadvantages, and that's his takedown defense. He had 39% takedown defense coming into this fight. That's going to go down a lot after this performance because Pantoja was able to take him down multiple times. And when he was able to take him down, he was able to control him when he got him down to the ground. It was a great performance by the champ. And in a division where the champions always seem to deliver, Pantoja is looking like a guy that, I mean, he's, he's amazing. And his story is about as good as it gets, you know? This guy had a hard upbringing. And uh, he is now doing things that makes his family proud and has changed his family's life. It should make everybody proud. All Brazilians and everybody that supports Alexandre Pantoja. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Rachmanov, another fight, another finish. 18-0. This guy's a massive, massive problem for anyone in the welterweight division. And he's only getting better. He's training out in South Florida. He's at Killcliffe. In the way that these guys talk about Shavkat Rachmanov, with all the great fighters in that gym, it, it's insane to think what they think about this man and his potential. Submitted Wonderboy. Nobody finished Wonderboy. He went out there and he submitted him. And you know how tight that choke must have been? That Wonderboy had like less than 10 seconds and he tapped to get out of it. That's how tight that must have been a Wonderboy. Hey, Tony Ferguson and Patty Pimblett fought and Patty Pimblett won the fight by decision. Many didn't even expect Tony Ferguson to go to 15 minutes. So hats off to Tony for doing that. But David Goggins, who cornered him today, came up to us at the end of the fight and said, Tony may retire after this. And I said, well, is he? He goes, I don't know. But then we gave our opinion and said, maybe it's time for Tony to retire. Because while his heart and his mind is still telling him to go, I don't necessarily know if his timing is still where it needs to be. Because for a short period of time in those fights, you see the old Tony Ferguson, but as time goes on, he isn't the same guy. Josh Emmett knocked out Bryce Mitchell today in one of the craziest knockouts I've ever seen. It looked like someone got kicked in the head as clean as any head kick you've ever landed. That was the reaction. I don't know if they showed it on TV, but he was twitching. He had a seizure in the octagon on the floor from a punch from Josh Emmett. That tells you the power of Josh Emmett. It was scary. He was walking out the octagon and they were having to hold him up because his legs wouldn't work. And I'm talking, this was three to four minutes after the knockout. I mean, it seems like it, everything shut off. He got knocked out so bad that everything shut off. It was crazy. But hats off to Josh Emmett. He had a tough year. If him to finish the year with a knockout like that over a guy like Bryce Mitchell means a lot to a guy that's getting older uh, in a sport that is made for young men. Uh, I got to give a hat off to all the people that won. But I, I, I got it to Irene Aldana and Carol Hosa. Thank you guys for what I believe is one of the best fights that I've seen in a really, really long time. You two women should be so proud of your efforts in the octagon tonight. We all try to speak to get you a bigger bonus because we believe that you deserve it. Guys, here's the photo that they posted earlier of them at the hospital. If that doesn't look like $100,000 faces, I don't know what does. These women leave everything out on the line. And it does not matter what they do going forward. They will always be remembered for what they did on this night in Las Vegas against each other. It was crazy. Cody Garbrandt. Walk-off knockout. Congrats, my guy. Hey, Ariane Lipsky, a submission over Casey O'Neill. Nasty armbar. 
my guy Tagir Ulanbekov, rear naked choke, Cody Durden, came up to me and said, hey, Cody, DC, AKA, yep, AKA, my guy. Great job, Tagir. Andre Feely with a big knockout early in the night, and Shamil Gazeev with a TKO. It was a great night of fights. Another thing tonight was Sean Strickland and Drake's Duplessis got into a fight in the crowd. Guys, it's hard now to put these guys in the same area with each other because now we are starting to see this constantly. We saw it with Bobby Green uh, a couple weeks ago in, in, in Austin where he could not control himself as he was getting ready to fight. And then the guy, man, I cannot believe that I'm forgetting this kid's name again. Um, Danny Riverstein is going to kill me. Uh, I'm going to text him real quick. <laughs> it's not. But they couldn't co contain themselves being around each other, knowing that they disliked each other as much as they do. They couldn't be okay. Look, look at this. Who was the guy, kid that fought <laughs> in Austin? <laughs> he manages it. So it really pisses him off. And once he says it, I'm going to be like, I know that, I know that. I'm an idiot. But it's becoming increasingly hard now to have these guys in the same area. And Sean Strickland isn't a guy that really shows much self-restraint. Drake's Duplessis said some stuff about him at the press conference that really bothered Sean Strickland. So today, when they get introduced on screen, Sean Strickland points the gun at him like he's going to shoot him. Drake dodges it. Then Sean tells the kid in front of him, move, jumps over, starts punching Drake's Duplessis. Look, I don't like the public fighting, but it seems like these guys can't control themselves as effectively as guys in the past. But I will ask you to this. When we get to January 20th and we're in Toronto, I ask that you guys fight. Because if you don't like each other, then you got an opportunity. That's the beauty in our job, guys. I always said that. No matter what I said about someone, I had to go into that octagon and I had to fight that man. So when you guys have all these issues, you owe it to yourselves, you owe it to the fans, the people that watch your sport, to go out there and fight. You can't be worried. You got to go fight. Because if you got to be separated at press conferences, you got to be separated in public, you are now in a sanctioned event where you are allowed to punch that man in the face. Go out and fight. So here you go, Sean. Here you go, DDP. I am tasking you with making sure that the fight's exciting when we get to Toronto. UFC in 2023 was phenomenal. I love this year, and I feel like it was one of my greatest years so far. A lot of change in the octagon with all the new champions. A lot of changes in life. But 2023 was a year of growth. Not only for me personally, but for the UFC. And I am lucky to have you guys be with me and supporting me during this year. I appreciate and love each and every one of you. So happy new year, Merry Christmas, and uh, thank you guys for tapping into everything I do. All right, happy holidays, guys. I love each and every one of you. Like, subscribe, tell your friend to tell a friend that DC's got a YouTube channel, and we're gonna keep building. And I'm only building because of you guys. I appreciate you. All right, see you on the, see you soon as we head into this holiday season. Happy holidays, guys.
It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.